Thanks for listening to Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. Now, here are your hosts, Nina and Brian Dixon. All right, guys, we're back with a brand new episode of Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. So it's Sunday here in St. Louis. It's snowing. It's snowing right now. Um, what Sleeting else? a little we... bit too. <laughs> we're going to try to pep this up. We're usually always very positive and peppy, but here's the thing. Um, we've been in our house for what? A little over a week now? It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all going very well. Everything's been going great. I've actually been super productive in terms of it's been productive for sure. Yeah. However, no I, distractions. Yeah. When I woke up to the snow this morning, though, I, that's what kind of like did it for me. It's, it's it's twelve o'clock on a Sunday and we're recording. It's like this is late for us. You know, usually we're like up and out and early and like got the day started. But a couple things happened this week that we had to share with you guys. So you guys will hear this on Tuesday morning, so it'll be fairly new for everybody. St. Louis went or has officially gone on a thirty day. As of tomorrow. So Monday. As of the 23rd tomorrow. Um, So, yeah, we went on a 30-day stay-at-home order from the county and city. Yeah, so unless you're going to the grocery store. April 22nd will be locked down. Unless you're going to the grocery store or the doctor or the (coughs) hospital or, like, you know, essential things, you can't really be out and about. There's no dining in. There's no bars. None of that. It's all closed for now. I can't even go out and get a quarantini right now. It's hard. do it. Um, But... As far as, I feel like as far as like people in general, I also think are kind of weirded out at this point. Like I went to the eye doctor yesterday, long story, I'm not going to get into it, but I went and even there, as soon as I walked in, they handed me a tiny mini personalized um, hand sanitizer. Look at that, that's, that's service right there. They should get a tip for that. It was the tiniest, cutest thing. I haven't then, heard that, but that's good service. And then they had a dog there too, and I, I was kind of afraid to pet it. Because I was thinking about the virus, and she's like, oh, dogs are immune to that. And what was like, the oh, dog's name? Well, that's good Corona? to know. No, I don't know what its name was. <laughs> but then I walked down to get my eye exam and stuff, and I was hesitating to sit down on the on the chair and put my face in the machine. And he goes, don't worry. He's like, everything's been Cloroxed. He's like, right before you came, he's like, I've been cleaning it every sing- before every I mean, single appointment. You have to right He's now, like, we have sure. to do it. Yeah. So... That's that. It's not warm here. It's not sunny here. So I do wish the weather was nicer so that we could spend time outside. I could do work outside and go for a run. But hopefully this coming week gets better for everybody. Um, how is how has let's let's tell everybody how it's affected our daily life. So for me personally, I think it's been an adjustment in the sense of I have not it hasn't been an adjustment for me in the sense of like my daily work because my stuff has kind of has always been from home for the majority of the time but i do feel that like having somebody here 24 7 is not something i was completely used to anymore yeah it's great because because you're here all the time it's me and quarantina right now (laughs) so the good part is though i will say this is that I have somebody helping me with the dishes 24-7 and someone else is also Even though taking... I do them anyway. Let's no, be no. real. <laughs> and you're always helping me take the dogs out, which is super helpful. Yeah. Um, but I feel as though this past week, work-wise, was by far one of the most productive weeks for both of us. Oh, I got so much done. I mean, I hadn't... You don't think about it, I guess. Let's walk through this for a second. Yeah. The little subconscious stresses that occur each day that I don't think most people even think about, but really probably affect your productivity yeah. and efficiency. Things like... Like, here's my routine. Like, I get up, I work out, then I get ready for work, 
then I got to get in my car, then I got to drive to work, then I get to work. And there's like all these different things I get up. So I'm constantly kind of like, okay, I got to check these things off my checklist. And it probably causes a little bit of subconscious stress because I'm like, I want to get this accomplished before I go into the office, right? Now that we've actually been home, I can do those things and I don't feel this like rush to try to like get them done really fast so I can go get there to where I need to be on time. Um, so it's like it's been a huge lift in terms of like that. It's something you don't even think about every day by still getting it done. And then when I'm actually working and having zero distractions, my productivity and efficiency is like through the roof. Like I'm just like knocking stuff out left and right and being super focused. And I'm not having somebody interrupt me with a question or, you know, with different types of notifications like I normally may be. But even for me from working from home, I'm not waking up at five or six a.m. trying to get to the gym to get a parking spot before the rush comes in, you know? I'm waking up when I wake up, 6 or 7 a.m. I go downstairs, do my home workout, go upstairs and shower. I have all this time to do me- meditations instead of getting up, driving to the gym, uh, leaving the gym, then coming home, rushing to take the dogs out, taking a shower, rushing through my meditation to get to my computer by 9 a.m. It's like that kind of subconscious, subliminal stress has been eliminated. And that was the most apparent thing, I think, for both of us. And I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing it. Oh, yeah. And I noticed it, too, because it it carries throughout the rest of the day in terms Mm -hmm. of how much calmer you feel and how much more productive you become. Yeah. I also, for me personally, so I make dinner at least six nights a week, sometimes even seven nights a week. Um, That's just, we we like to eat home pretty much and like know what's in our food and keep it healthy. So I can't trust what's in this food out there, guys. For me personally, though, it was. It's very annoying to like have dinner done at a certain time, especially when I cook fresh, like right there on the spot. And I don't like to use microwaves. I have like a thing against microwaves. And so when Brian's like, you know, rolling in at 8 p.m. and I'm like putting this freshly cooked food like two hours ago back in the microwave to heat it up, that's like a pet peeve of mine. So yeah. this week it's like I'll make it and then he can go over there and eat it at any point that he wants. So for me, that personally, that's like a little shtick I have. And I know a lot of people listening are probably like, wow, what a dumb thing to be annoyed about. But for me personally, I pride myself in being able to like, you know, cook healthy and do do things the right way and eat fresh food and don't put in the refrigerator if you don't have to. Don't put in the microwave if well, you don't have to. Well, the lifestyle that we live and that we've adopted and that we follow by is a lot around having everything fresh, fresh. and cooked and prepared in a way that is going to be best for your biology. Yeah. And whenever you have to leverage a microwave, microwaves are terrible for you. Like anything you put in a microwave, it's immediately deleting the vast majority of its nutritional content. Um, So we try to limit the usage of that as much as possible. So I understand. So anyway, I'm not sitting here texting him and then getting up in the middle of my work, trying to make food quickly before he comes home or trying to, you know, my my life is not revolving around that moment anymore, which is really good for me. Um, What else? Let's, Let's answer some questions that... People have asked me on this week for the podcast. I did a little poll on my Instagram earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And so this one uh, really stood out to me because I feel like it's very apparent for right now. So the coronavirus is... Should we title this, this new segment we're doing? Quarantine questions. Wait, it's mainly <laughs> affecting people who are older, like 60s, even 40s actually. And people who are whose immune systems are not um, strong enough. 
So, Which is kind of one and the same because usually the older you get, a lot of people, the way that they yeah. eat and stuff, their immune systems aren't tip-top anymore. Yeah. But don't mistake in that. I don't want to be misquoted here. It's absolutely attacking people who are younger too in their 20s. Oh, I was just reading this morning yeah. that people in their 20s and 30s are actually – the people in their 20s and 30s are a large majority of the people actually infected and it's causing some severe issues with them as well. Yeah, it may well, not be taking out as many people in terms of them passing away, but – the internal damage that's it's still occurring sending is, them to the hospital. It's sending them to the hospital. It's actually causing a lot of yeah. issues. And a lot of the younger ones are also getting pneumonia along with it, which is just crazy. But anyway, here are some things that I think people can be doing at home to ensure that their immune system is strong enough and so that they don't even catch this thing in the first place. Aside from social distancing and staying away from people in general, which by the way, you and I were driving yesterday to, where were we? Oh, coming back from the eye doctor in Central West End. And we see people, it was semi-nice out yesterday. We see people like running and jogging, literally like my as, as far as like my hand, from the tip of my finger to like my hand on my wrist. That's how close they were to each other running outside. Just so you people know, that is not called social distancing. You have to stay more than six feet away from somebody even outside. What, what I think is so funny is these media buzzwords they create. Social distancing. Well, I don't know what else to use. You could just say, just stay away from each other. Just, it's really that easy. Yeah, they got to create even, these media buzzwords. Even so if funny. you're running outside, you need to stay away, almost more than six feet away from that person because when they're breathing in and out that air, yeah, it, if they're infected, you can absolutely breathe that in. Unless this is somebody that you're living with already. So if it's somebody that you're living with already, you can be around them because you're already in the same environment with them. Well, that's because you already probably got it. Or you haven't got it and you're, you guys are both fine. Yeah. So anyway, that was just ridiculous what I witnessed yesterday. It was like everyone was like up on each other, crossing the street, running into the, what was it, Forest Park? That's Forest Park over there. Yeah, Forest Park. Yeah. Back to the immune system thing. <laughs> um, Boost it up. Let's see. The first thing I would suggest besides staying away from each other is... Drink, make sure you're getting your vitamins. I know that sometimes we fall off the wagon with these things, but vitamins and minerals are extremely important to our bodies because not everybody is eating a whole wholesome diet. You know, that's just the fact. Like not everybody's getting their fruits, fruits and vegetables. Not everyone's getting the right vitamins in their bodies. And that's the stuff that helps you keep your immune system up to begin with. So vitamins and minerals, people might be asking minerals. Um, shilajit is one, but something that's easier probably um, and more accessible to everybody would be the sea moss go yeah. to any health store in your neighborhood and ask them for sea moss we actually have a thing right now that is a a mixture of bladder whack is that what it's called bladder yeah. whack and sea moss together yeah. but basically what this is is the human body has we've talked about this on past episodes but the human body has i may get this exact number wrong i think it's 106 minerals no, 102 102 minerals and i think the this CMOS compound has like 92 90, or 94 of yeah, them. Yeah, 92 or 94 of them, something like yeah. that. So it's basically a very complete mineral compound that you can consume. Mm-hmm. Shilajith is also something that comes from rocks or mountains in India. That, yeah, that it, area. it uses a lot of rocks in the Himalayas. And that one has about 82 to 86 of the 102 minerals. Um, but that's a little bit hard to find. And it's a little sketch because you don't want to buy it just from any store or any company because a lot of people. Especially capsules. Capsules cannot be good for you. Yeah, they they tend to say, oh, it's pure shilajith, but you don't really, you can't trust that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I think people can, oh, omegas, this is something. So people who might be plant-based or vegan who listen to the podcast, we are all deficient in omegas, um, 90% of us. So you have to make sure that you're getting omegas and there is a plant-based omega on the market by Nature, Nature Way or 
natural way, something like that. I'll, I'll link everything I'm mentioning here in the show notes. Here's one that I shared with my friends and everybody kind of hopped on this bandwagon last week. Drops of oil of oregano. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> this... You'll do that in the morning and then I'll go like grab a glass and drink it and didn't realize that this was the one you used. And I'm like, whoa, hit you. It's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of bitter at first. It's not oregano oil. It's oil of oregano. It's completely different. It's not an essential oil either. It's a regular oil of oregano from like Whole Foods that you can actually ingest. Essential oils you cannot ingest. Um, so you take that. I do about one to four drops in about four ounces of water and just like just swish it down really quick. Um, it actually always, for me at least, has helped prevent colds, has kind of minimized the, um, maybe if I get a sinus infection, it kind of minimizes the the effects that I would probably have from it. It, it really absolutely helps and it boosts your immune system for sure. So that's something I would recommend. Lots and lots of water. I've been making sure that I've been drinking water because I have a tendency now that we're home, I keep going to the kitchen and snacking. Well, instead of that, it's like remind yourself, just chug a glass of water, chug a glass of water. Water will continue to flush your system out. Even bacteria, if you have enough water intake, depending on what it is in your immune system, you can actually flush things out of your system if you take enough water and keep yourself hydrated and not give in to coffee and espressos and alcohol type drinks and we want to make sure too that when you're if you're going to get water and you have the capacity to do that right now make sure it's spring water fluoride free spring water. yeah not tap water tap water is just full of fluoride and a ton of very harmful hard metals and chemicals and things that are put in our water supply yeah another thing that we've been doing is adding once a day we add vitamin c to our water yeah just to boost that up yeah um herbal teas with honey so I'm not going to go in. I've talked about this before, but I'm a big proponent of loose teas, not packaged or bagged teas. The reason for that is because the packaging often has harmful ingredients and chemicals that are bad for you in like the the actual um, bags of which the tea resides. But if you do loose leaf and you cook it over a stove, it actually can be quite meditative as you do it and allows you kind of to take that additional step to pause each day. But the health benefits of doing it from a loose leaf perspective are very, very good. I would suggest adding honey to your tea. Um, honey is antibacterial in and of itself when you ingest it. Um, along with that, something that we've been doing like once every other day is I got fresh ginger from the store a couple weeks ago and you just kind of peel it and grate it and put it into like a tiny quarter chunks. And I'll do like one or two. I'll do two if it's for Brian and I. I'll do one if it's just for myself and boil it in hot water and then add your tea and your honey and all that stuff. But ginger also is huge for boosting your immune system. Um, but it has to be fresh. No ginger powder or anything like that. Something else we can... Oh, tell everyone about the cold shower. So I've been doing this for quite some time. But um, usually when I shower, it'll be hot for the majority of the shower. But then before I get out, I will turn it as ice cold as I possibly can. And I will just stand in that for you know, at least 20 to 30 seconds minimum. It's going to be hard at first because it's such a shock to your body that you may only be do able to do it for a couple seconds and then not take it, but stick with it. And over time, you should be able to get up to being able to stand in there for 20, 30 seconds, even a minute or more, and it will just won't feel that bad. But what that does is it shocks your body. And there's actually a lot of health benefits to that in terms of boosting your immune system. Also, just allowing yourself to challenge yourself and push you through uncomfortable scenarios from like a psychological perspective and it also activates within the body, I believe it's called brown fat, which is a type of fat 
that's held within the cells. And when you shock your body in this cold water, it activates burning this brown fat off your body. So there's different types of fat that your body actually uh, contains. And so by doing this, it's another way to help uh, help accelerate fat loss. I started doing this this, this past week. Mm-hmm. I can only do it like for five seconds. Yeah, it's like, hard. It's really hard yeah, at first. Yeah, I'm not up there yet. Yeah, like I can, I'm going to point out where like at the end of every shower I take, um, I do it in the morning times and you, I'll do it for 30 seconds to a minute and then I'm done. And like you immediately have like this, this just snap of like being more awake after you get out. Something else that has been working for me for the last few weeks is putting an ice cube on the back of my vega nerve. So this is like the little ball nerve between like the base of your head and where your neck is connecting. It's like this little, it's like right there on the end. Um, you guys can Google this since you can't see where I'm pointing to right now. But if you put ice there for about 10 minutes, I only do about 10 minutes. They say 20. Once in the morning, once in the evening, it literally is known to prevent sicknesses, illnesses, colds, flus, sinus infections, you name it. Like it actually, it ramps up your immune system by providing your blood and oxygen levels to like come up towards your head because that's where we have the most, we all hold the most tension and stress in our shoulders and upper back. And what this nerve does is kind of shoot these like messages, quote unquote messages to your body to allow the oxygen flow and blood levels to flow upwards into your body, which completely helps your immune system. But that works really, really well. There's also other benefits to that that I don't know off the top of my head, but I know it prevents headaches. It actually heals headaches. If you have a migraine and you put ice there for 20 minutes, it'll take away most pain in your body too. Something else that you can do to boost your immune system would be limit coffee and espresso. Um, That's just at a time where like this virus is jumping around and we're all home and the heaters are on still and it's super dry air. You don't want to do things that are dehydrating yeah. you. Like you mentioned before, stick to the teas that are full of antioxidants. Yeah, you want to do things that are hydrating you. So even though matcha is has caffeine in it, I don't believe that it's strong enough to dehydrate you, especially if you add like tons of water and milk or whatever you add to your teas. But for the matcha, it has so many powerful antioxidants in it that are super helpful for your immune system that I think that that, that would be an exception to like a caffeine drink for sure. Um, something else you guys should do and take this time. I know that not a lot of people yet are big proponents of yoga and meditation, but at a time like this, when you're kind of forced to being home and not really go out, I would suggest taking up one of these. Um, personally for me, meditation works better. I do like yoga, but I don't do it every day like Brian does. But for me, my meditations have been longer and it's just like, it's almost like I look forward to it every morning now because with all this chaos going on, Whether you know it or not, it does affect us subconsciously and subliminally. Like now there's a lockdown. Now there's this happening. Now there's mortgage rates going up. Now the stock market's like there's just constant stuff. And after a certain point, it starts to push you into a what's going to happen in the future. You know, am I still going to have my job tomorrow? Like if I'm home for 30 days, how am I going to afford X, Y, Z? Like everybody's in a different position right now. You know, not everyone has it the way we do and vice versa, you know, so I understand the tension can you could be as positive as you want and speak all the positive affirmations throughout the day but I think until you sit down and kind of just face and be okay with things which is what meditation allows you to do it's not gonna you're not gonna find that like peace within and the reason I put this with immune boosting is because meditation and yoga have both been scientifically proven to help lower your cortisol and even out your hormonal levels. When your cortisol is spiked 
and your blood pressure is up and your heart's racing, that's when your body goes into overdrive. And that's when you're more susceptible to catching something that's not good for you. Yeah. What I've noticed is my firsthand experiences, I've meditated for a very long time. But when I implemented yoga into it as well, it enhanced my meditation significantly. And like Nina just mentioned in terms of like lowering your cortisol, what's happening when you're doing yoga and you're able to stretch your muscles out and, you know, really release the fascia tissue and help. It pushes more oxygen and blood flow into the body, which calms you down as well. And when you're really tight or stressed out or anxious, your body tenses up and restricts the amount of blood flow and oxygen in the body. So what I've learned is, you know, I can implement that first thing in the morning before I meditate. And I usually do it for 20 or 30 minutes and then I'll meditate for 20 or 30 minutes after that. So it's about an hour in total. And the benefits for me have been huge. And I've noticed that the more I've implemented yoga for mobility work and stretching myself out and the more it's helped with that oxygen and blood flow and implement that with meditation, I've created a very, very calm mindset and be able to become very much at peace with everything that's going on and feels like I'm just you know, very centered with everything that I do. And last thing that I have for boosting your immune system, and I again, I don't really know what people's access to this stuff is right now with the grocery store situation and how things are just flying off the shelves, but I would say like try as much as you possibly can to juice at home um, have a fresh juice on an empty stomach every single morning I don't care if that's celery juice every morning or cabbage juice or currently I'm on a carrot kick and I just can't even tell you why um, carrot cake that is carrot kick carrot juice so I've had Brian go to the store several times and just get me fresh organic carrots and I'll have like maybe it'll be anywhere between 16 to 20 ounces of fresh juice that I do myself in a juicer at home that I can link also in my show notes or you guys can reach out to me if you want to know this one juicer. I can literally throw like 20 carrots in at a time. It's like done in a second. Nina's like, Brian, I need more carrots. And I like roll up into Whole Foods with my mask on and my I am legend dog. And I'm like, through the aisles. I'm like, get out of my way. He told me that he wiped out the Get out of my way. Did you take all the carrots yesterday? Well, so here's a funny story. I went to Whole Foods the other day and I got there like 8.50 or 8.40 or something like that in the morning. And this employee walks up to me and they're like, are you a senior citizen or immunocompromised? <laughs> and I was like, well, looking at me, I would say the former is not true. And no, I'm not immunocompromised. And they're like, okay, well, we have to ask you to please wait till nine to get in. And I was like, all right, sounds good. So I went back and hung out in my car and came back in. And then 9 a.m. hit and the doors opened. It was like, boom, off to the races. There was all sorts of people came in there. 60% of the shelves had stuff that were just gone. But Nina's like, you got to get carrots. And she gave me like three different types of options. She's like, you can get the big bags of small carrots. You can get the small bags or you can get the long carrots. We just have to get some carrots to continue on this. As long as they were juice. organic. Yeah. yeah. I didn't and so care. I went up there and they all they had were these little tiny baby, baby bags of baby <laughs> carrots. So I'm sitting there like, like chucking a bunch in the thing and ended up getting a bunch of carrots so she could continue with her juicing. But uh it was pretty funny. I mean, I was even in there and I'd ask like somebody in the store, I was like, hey, do you know what aisle I can find, you know, this particular item in? And the guy would like, he like step, took a step back, turned his head completely sideways and was like, aisle six. That's because he was and probably I, afraid. I, well, I know. But... And I was like, I was like, okay, thanks. You know, I wasn't, well, I wasn't even close yeah. to him. It wasn't like I was up in his face or anything. Yeah. But it's like this whole situation is really putting people in a lot of fear and it's changing their mindset about how they're interacting with people right now yeah i won't lie yesterday when i was at the eye doctor i was the weird one granted the woman walked right up to me and gave me a mini sanitizer the guy who was checking me in and had me sign all my stuff on the ipad he was like all up in my business and i was trying to be respectful 
and not touch the iPad or not touch, you know, not be near him too much. But I felt like he was just so happy and comfortable, you know, but I felt myself being weird, mm-hmm. not just again, not, not towards him, but more like if I have it, I don't want to give it to you. You know, I don't want to encroach on your space either. I know how everybody's feeling right now, Sure, but it is what it is. So anyways, well, one of the things too, I want to note because we just walked through all these different, did you just cut my carrot story in half? Oh, I didn't realize you were talking about my carrots. Go for it. I would highly suggest picking a fruit or a vegetable and juicing it every single day because that fresh vegetable or fruit that you're going to be using or on an empty stomach that you're going to be doing is going to pump your body first thing in the morning, like through your organs, through your bloodstream and everything with all the antioxidants and nutrients that you need, especially during a time where a virus is being spread around. Um, That's definitely something I absolutely encourage people to do. Cool. Uh, so one of the things I was going to say Now I'm is, done with my carrot story. All right. My apologies. So we just listed off a ton of different things you can use to help with your immunity and boosting your immune system. And the reason this is important is because nobody in the media right now is saying anything about how to keep your immune system in tip-top shape. It is the number one most important thing you can be doing at this time because you obviously want to not be susceptible to contracting this uh virus. And the best way to do that, and it's been shown as the best way to do this, by having an immune system that's just on fire right now, like doing everything you can to enhance it. All we're talking about in the media is looking for a vaccine, can't do this, can't do this, can't do this, but none of it is talking about what you can actually do to keep your immune system high, which in my opinion is number one in importance of how we can be helping people right now. When you and I went to the grocery store several times last week and this week, did we not notice that all the canned food, packaged food, that's terrible for you, packed with chemicals and sugar and fructose corn syrup and all this crap. Like I'm talking packaged food that can last for weeks and days and months on shelves. Mm -hmm. All of that shit was sold out. Yeah, panic buy. Everyone wants stuff because they're afraid we're going to run out of food. We're not going to run out of food. Hold on. Nobody was going towards the fruits and the vegetables because they said that people with coronavirus could have touched them, right? And then if you pick it up and take it home, now you can have it. Well, let me tell you something. That might be half true, but our immune system cannot stay fighting things or preventing things if we're eating packaged food off Mm -hmm. of a shelf. That's not going to help us. That's only going to make us worse. That's only going to make more mucus build up in our body, which then leads to sickness and prone to catching things that are in the air at the time. So no one's, you're right. No one is discussing how to protect yourself and how to naturally arm yourself with vitamins and minerals and oil of oregano or fresh juices and produce. Yes, I still got the carrots, but I washed the shit out of them when they came home. Like I was spraying down the grocery bags with Lysol and then picking things out and <laughs> washing them. Like, trust me, I'm, I'm a psycho about it. But my immune system is not going to be okay with a can of beans downstairs. Like I know that's yeah. not healthy for me. Yeah. And I know that my body's not going to work at its optimum levels to keep me healthy. Okay. And so in addition to everything we just ran through in terms of helping enhance your immune system and its capabilities do your own research there's a ton of information out there but you're going to have to go seek it out now because we're not being guided the right way about how to effectively fight this and basically move forward and get past all this we're basically they're they're fear-mongering right now in the media and they're trying to show everything that's wrong as opposed to what we can do and how we can take action individually right now to put ourselves in a better situation agreed like self-isolating yourself and then drinking wine every single night is not going to boost your immune system. I know that sounds fun for most people. But it will boost the profits for Franzia, which is good. It's like not (laughs) like let's let's teach people what's really going to work. 
Um, on to the next part. So this was also something that somebody had asked me on my Instagram was practical things to do around the house during this isolation slash social distancing. I get AKA it. AKA staying away from people. Yeah, listen, I get it. After a week now, I am kind of thinking about the upcoming week and wondering like, okay, I could do three hours of work, but then what am I going to do? Like, you know, all my appointments, like my facials and nails and all this stuff has been canceled. Everyone called and canceled everything. So I'm like looking around the house and like, what should I be doing? There's some ideas out there um, that I've collected from other people on Instagram and also kind of what Brian and I are doing. Um, just start clean and organize things. Like I'm sure if you have a pantry or a closet in your in your house or in your apartment that needs to be organized. Maybe you have clothes and shoes that you don't wear that you can put in a bag and donate you know, to the Salvation Army or to somebody who needs it. Kind of look around your house and look for the things that you don't tend to and you kind of just like keep them hidden go go work on those things you know clean that pantry clean that drawer clean under your bed if you're a kid (laughs) listening to the podcast i used to hide stuff underneath my bed all the time when i was a kid weirdo you didn't do that no oh i always did that because you could see directly under it so yeah but i would put my comforter over it and hide it well that was a kid thing needed the shade stir anyways organize things around your house if you have like a library or books or an office space like clean that out um, Speaking of books, I mean, it's a great time to be creative too. You're right. right? Like you're, you can disconnect from everything that's going on when you're in your house by yourself or with your significant others or whoever else and like use it as an opportunity to say, okay, I can sit down, I can be creative, whatever your outlet is for that, whether it's writing a blog, writing a book, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways reading you can go book. about that, reading a book. So really use it as a time that we have this more calm and centered opportunity to leverage our creative side. Yeah. Go in your basement and clean stuff out. Throw things out. Minimize the stuff that you own and get declutter your space, basically. Um, this would be an awesome time to do that. Uh, practice your chef skills. Mm-hmm. Cook something. Bake something. Um, go online. Find a recipe for something that you've never made before, maybe. Um, Pending you have the ingredients right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, make a homemade pizza with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Whatever. Do something fun. Tea. Make lots of tea. Mm-hmm. All kinds of different teas. Um, I find that teas are very comforting around like times like this when you're home absolutely puzzles is a good one (laughs) my sister sent me a picture the other day my sister lives in los angeles and she was like what are you guys up to and they're like we're putting together this massive puzzle they had this huge it's like i haven't messed with a puzzle in years yeah um organize emails and email folders go on your computer and clean your stuff out we have so much shit in our computers we don't delete it we save things we have screenshots in there do that do that for your cell phone get rid of all the photos that you don't need clean up your um your Google Drive on your phone or your emails on your phone. It's an awesome time to do that. Um, let's see what else. Paying bills and going over finances. Yeah. It's a good time to do it while you're disconnected. It is actually. Yeah. Set up if you guys work. have to revamp something or you have to shift things around or you're thinking about the future, I think this would be an opportune time to just sit down and discuss those things and make a plan. Create a music, uh, playlist on Spotify or Apple. You can listen to audiobooks if you don't like to read. Take longer baths. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something we don't do a lot. Yeah. It's good. It's relaxing for sure. It's not, I don't do it very often. Yeah. I, I used to do it, not when I, when I was like in Philly, but not here so much. Um, organize the apps on your phone. I don't have that many apps on my phone to, to organize, but that's just on this list that I'm reading from. Um, cancel subscriptions that you don't use anymore um by subscriptions you mean like netflix or apple music 
or like, you know, you have five different workout subscriptions that you pay for monthly, go into your subscriptions and see things that you haven't used, you know, in three months or more and cancel them, get rid of them, save that money that you could be saving right now. Um, talk to friends and family on FaceTime. I will say this, that I am on like a uh, group chat with my friends now and we're all texting each other way more during this time than we would during the normal working lifestyle that we all had because everybody's just home. And I think it's nice. I mean, I think that's like a good way to reconnect with everybody Mm -hmm. and just take that time. I think that's a big thing right now. Like people are so busy in their daily lives that they lack a lot of the connection that's important, especially to those that are like the people that are closest to them. And this is a great opportunity to really reconnect and, you know, develop those important connections. You had a breath over there. Sorry, yeah, I just had to run downstairs real quick. <laughs> um, let's go to this next question that somebody had. How to support local businesses? Um, and I added this part, without endangering your health. So personally, we have not been, we haven't even been getting carry hour delivery just because I don't quite understand how that's healthy or safe for you. Like what if the person who's making your food has corona? Or the person bringing it to your car has it. Um, But veering on the positive side of things and understanding that this is having a large economic impact on small businesses right now, I think the best way to do it is to order from phone and have someone drop it in your car. There's like this um, touchless delivery that they're calling it now, another buzzword, where they'll just put the bag in your car if you open the window. And then I would just say like use Lysol spray or a hand wipe and wipe that bag down. And you should be okay. Um, So I wouldn't say like be scared of the world and stop living life by any means. Um, Get curbside delivery. Be very cautious with it. um, Wipe all the bags and stuff down when you touch them and bring them home. But all in all, do the best that you can. I also think that besides businesses, I think there's people out there who who are homeless or who don't have money and need clothes and food and water. So try to donate things. Um, This goes hand in hand with the thing that I just mentioned you could be doing um, in your free time, which is cleaning out your closets, clean all your stuff out that you haven't used and go donate it to somebody. Right here in St. Louis, we see people on King's Highway all the time yeah. on the street. And like, it's it's really sad because like it makes you wonder, well, when they get something or they get sick, where did they go? Mm-hmm. You know, like they're out here in like the snowy weather. I just think, I think in general, humans keep way more than they need. I agree. Like and if, and you, if you included. look at your closet yeah. and you haven't worn something and a few months you know then why do you have it Mm -hmm. why is it just sitting there collecting dust Mm -hmm. um i do feel sorry for some of these uh gym studios that have closed officially in st louis and they they don't even know for how long because that's just lost revenue you know and i know they all have to pay rent come april 1st for their businesses and commercial space is not cheap Mm -hmm. so i'm not really sure how we can pitch in to help except the fact that when businesses open back up um Try to be there, you know, try to revamp your subscriptions, try to get your plans, memberships and help um, as much as you can. As far as food and food, ice cream, I think all that kind of stuff is just delivery. Um, if you feel like having a snack, then that'd be a great way. Don't be scared. Don't, basically, it's like don't don't sit home and be scared. Like don't be there, scared. there is just, good in this. Be, know, cautious. be cautious. Yeah, exactly. Um, at the end of all this, here's just some like attitude updates maybe earlier this week brian and i were watching on netflix the story of god and we watched i don't even know two seasons of it maybe or maybe not no no we watched a couple episodes a couple episodes of season one and it really got me thinking about just 
everything that's going on right now um, in our world and how much like uncertainty and fear and negativity there seems to be um, just being pushed into the media. While watching the story of God, Morgan Freeman says, um, he goes, why? He was asking this one Hindu lady in, in this one scene. And she's like, why do you, he's like, where does God come from? Or, or where is this, where is this God, like, where does this, you know, religion come from? And she's like, we in the Hindu, Hindu religion believe that some things are beyond human comprehension. And we become, we're, we have humility within us to realize that we're not the know-it-all and be-it-all or the highest species or like the most prominent out there. And that there are things that we won't be able to ever comprehend or know. And she's like, but if I were to tell you where God comes from, then you would ask me where that came from. So what she was trying to say is if we said God came from sound or like a sonic boom in the universe, um, people would ask, where did that come from? Where did that boom come from in the it's universe? It's like the never ending question. It's the never ending question. And it made me think while I was watching it that the human mind or the human personality, for some reason, we always want to know. We always want and I'm and I'm I'm a big believer of questioning things. Like trust me, I I, I always talk about that on the podcast, like question things and make your own conclusions. But when it comes to things that are out of our control, I feel such as this virus, it had me thinking that why are there people out there trying so hard to find where it came from, what happened, and all these things that just don't matter right now. Like at this very moment, all that matters is everybody stay healthy and follow the rules, right? And wash your hands keep your immune system up and take the necessary precautions. Sometimes there are things that happen in this universe, God included, universe included, including this virus that's happening right globally right now that we don't have the answers to. I'm sure there's a lot of people wondering, why is this happening? I was about to get a job and now my job interview has been canceled. I was about to move across the country and now I can't do that. Like there's a lot of things that have been halted and stopped Listen, nature too always has a way of correcting itself. So if you th look at it from like that perspective, you know, this could be a, some type of reset that's going on that is beyond our comprehension right now. Yeah. And so I feel as though there's just people out there in the media, in the news, and even people at home trying to question and make sense of everything and figure it out when really all this calls for is for us to slow down and just focus on what we can control. And something else I think is interesting to think about right now is we live in a society where it's very much based around comparison. And I feel like that's how society programs people. Like this person is at this point in their career, or this person is here, or I did this right, or they did this right or wrong. And it's you're constantly comparing and judging different things. Um, and that's how our society kind of tries to program you. And if you look at what's happening right now, it doesn't matter where anybody is in their path of life. You could be you know, what some would consider in societal standards, ultra successful in business or ultra successful in this or somebody else that isn't, everybody is on an even playing field right now. It shows you how everybody is the same because worldwide, I don't care what your status is, you're on lockdown right now for the most part for in most places around the world. And you're literally shown how we're all in this together. We're all connected. And so by taking that lesson and that learning and trying to implement that, even as we move and progress out of this current situation, I think it 
can be very helpful for people just to remember that we are all connected. We are all one and there's no separateness in anything that occurs. And this right now is like forcing people to almost understand that. Yeah. You have to maintain your grace and humility during this time. Earlier this week, I posted something about having humor while trying to get through something like this and how Brian and I are mostly like, we're always joking around the house. Like we're very much like more humorous people. We're not serious people at all, especially with each other. And some woman that I don't even know on Instagram messaged me and said, you have no idea what's coming to us. You're so naive. (laughs) And I looked at it and I kind of giggled at first and I was prompted to respond to her. And then I I looked her up. I, I have no idea who she is. She follows me, but I don't know who she is. And I just thought to myself like, okay, I wasn't mad at all and I wasn't even offended. I just thought like there are people out there that are so scared and just so like hyped up over all of this that they feel the need when someone's laughing about something and trying to keep things positive in their household, they feel the need to point me out and say something to me and be like, you're naive. And it's like, no, I'm not naive. I'm probably more, you know, well-informed, but I'll let this slide at the moment. Um, It made me sad to think in my heart that she was so ridden with whatever negativity there was at the time that she felt the need to reach out to a stranger and say something like that instead of think like, okay, well, guess what? I can't really control anything about the virus. All I can control is where I go, what I do and what I eat and how I spend my time at home. Um, And that's all there was to it. But that's what kind of instigated me to bring this point up. And then I was watching the story of God, um, a documentary or show, whatever it is. And it just made me think like, we all need to be a little bit calmer um and have a little bit of humility that everybody and also be sh- be sure to know that everybody deals with things differently just because i deal with deal with something in a different in a certain manner doesn't mean it's right or wrong and same for another person like how each one of us chooses to move through this is it's going to be different that's just how it is you can make it easy for yourself or you can make it hard for yourself mm-hmm. it's you know it's up to you um, this is this next section of our podcast is completely separate from what we've been talking about, but it's two questions that a a very loyal listener listener of ours, I won't mention her, um, asked, and I thought it was like a fun like little twist because it has nothing to do with what's going on right now in the world. But these are her two questions. She had asked, "How did you guys find the courage to escape the matrix?" Was the first question, and the second question she said is, "What at what point?" Did you know and how did you know to start your own business were the two questions she had had. The first one. I'll give my answer, then you give yours. Sure. How did you know or how did you find the courage to escape the matrix? I don't think that I have escaped the quote unquote matrix yet. Um, It may seem as though from the outside that I have or that we have, but I think we have on a more mental level. I think physically, we're still working on that plan of ours. How did you find the courage? I would say on the mental level of it, when I was just so unhappy with where I was previously, I just knew that this wasn't for me. The amount of anxiety and like negativity that I would feel and just sluggishness that I would feel at my job is what showed me that I'm forcing myself now. This is beyond me. This is not for me. This is not who I am. But then there came years and years of uncertainty after that. After I took myself out of that job, there was three, four years of not knowing 
what I'm doing. There are days today that I even say I don't know what I'm doing, you know, but mentally I know that I'm not meant to go back to what I was doing. So the courage came from being unhappy. The courage came from realizing that me staying in this one spot or at this one job that I hate, me taking a risk is way more, the risk was worth it almost. Like it was so uncomfortable for me that I couldn't stay at that job anymore. And it just changed. And then that's how doors opened. My life shifted. You know, Brian and I reconnected and I moved to St. Louis. Things kind of just flew into in line somehow. But I definitely wouldn't think that I'm out of the matrix yet. Um, I'm still working on my exit strategy. <laughs> for me, I I had like a, I don't know if you would call it an awakening, but I guess an understanding very early on in life. Probably 16, 17 years ago is when I really started becoming interested in like what I thought was really going on behind the scenes um, in our global world, in our global economy. And that led me down a long rabbit hole for years and years of years of reading and understanding like what happens in the public domain and then what is also occurring behind the scenes that is not discussed in the public domain, but you can still access the information about it if you seek it. And over, I mean, I'm still very much in the matrix with everything I do right now, but I think I have an understanding much better throughout all these years of studying it and understanding how it operates and how to execute within the matrix to help accelerate what you're doing. And so like Nina mentioned, from a mental perspective, I'm very disconnected. I understand like this is all an illusion, a lot of what we're moving through each and every day. But if you want to, there's a great Robert Frost quote from one of his poems, and he says, the best way out is through. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I look at things on a, a daily basis is, <laughs> is that like I, I, I want to get out of it at some point and be completely out of it, but I can't go around it. I've got to go through it because there's lessons and experiences that you gather throughout that as well. And so now that I have a really good understanding and I'm constantly learning more and more each and every day about this system that's been developed and I have a feeling I understand what the ultimate outcome is trying to reach with this this matrix type system these different steps to get there make a lot more sense and it allows me to play off these different steps to help accelerate my path through it and so that's really how i look at it mentally very much out of it very disconnected but i obviously have to be objective and be in it when i need to be but in order to get out of it i'm still going through it and i'm playing that system because i now have a really good understanding of all these different puzzle pieces around the world that have been put in place to allow this system to operate like it is. And I know where it's headed. So when I see a big step in that direction, it's not a surprise to me. It's just another puzzle piece being dropped in place. And it allows me to maneuver the right way to get through it. Yeah, that was a good point. Like you have to go through it to get out of it. There's, there's, there's no quote unquote escaping it. There's a learning of it becoming aware of it, becoming detached feeling from it, it, then becoming attached from it, then living in it while being emotionally detached from it. And I think that's the part that we're both at, where we're going through these motions and we're doing these things to, quote unquote, exit the matrix. But I think emotionally and mentally and spiritually, we're completely out of it. Um, and that just took years and years of mental work, really, honestly, emotional work on ourselves. Um, as far as the second question, at what point did you know and how did you start your business? This is connected to the exiting the matrix thing. When I realized that I was unhappy working for somebody else, I come from a very entrepreneurial family. So for me, 
being my own boss and making my own decisions and taking my own risks, bigger risks, comes naturally to me and it makes me feel better. When I'm under a thumb of somebody else or an institution or like school or a company or working for somebody else getting rich, I feel very, how do I explain it? Like I'm in a box and I can't get out. And I've always felt that way. Even when I had small time jobs in like high school and college, I could just never, I was never fulfilled and I was never motivated. Um, At the time, all that motivated me was money at the end of the week, money, money, money. But as you get older, even at some point, money doesn't motivate you. You know, you start to wonder like, this isn't even worth it. So for me, that's when I knew that I want to start my own business. Brian too comes from an entrepreneurial family. And so for him too, he grew up in a family where um, his dad owned, he owned his own dental practice, right? So we all had a certain way of life growing up that was very comfortable and very much like free time to do things, go on vacations, family time, moms were home. It helped me understand the component of freedom, freedom by yeah. by ownership. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're constantly working for somebody else, somebody else um, you don't have your own you schedule. Have, your, your time is not really your own at that time. Mm-hmm. And in order to capture time-based freedom, you have to reach a point where you can have ownership over what you do and more freedom within your schedule. Yeah. And granted, that means more work I mean, That hours. can actually happen within companies too, depending on how you operate and things. Like you don't have to actually start your own business to do that. But in order to attain the other goals that I had set, it absolutely was necessary for us too. Yeah. And so now we're at a point where that's what we're doing. And how did we start it? There was a lot of failures, trust me. We, in the last um, three or four years have started and stopped, started and stopped, started and stopped businesses. It's, it's never a straight line. It's not easy. It's not like just one quick one day it happens. It's like the constant toiling towards something. And it's just this constant risk that you take. However, with that being said, I would never trade this in to go back to my previous job ever. And I think that's what keeps me going continuously because I know at the end of the day, I want to be in charge of how much work I put into something and then how much money I make from that. How happy does it make me? You know, I want to be able to make those decisions and choices for myself and have the option and the freedom of choice in my life at all times moving forward. So it's not easy. I hope that answered your question. Um, It's all a work in progress. But the day we exit the matrix completely, I will not even be doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably like ascend, ascend straight out of my yeah. body and a rainbow be, body of energy. <laughs> I won't even be doing the podcast. I won't be doing any of it. Um, we'll be completely out of it. I'll be on some remote island. That's right. Sipping a fresh carrot juice. <laughs> Hand delivered to me. By me. <laughs> probably. <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> Guys, that's all we have for you today. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, keep your head up out there right now. I know this is going through a challenging time. It's affecting everybody in a different a different way. And there's going to be more challenging times ahead. But like I've mentioned on past podcasts, I always like to put myself in the position of I set these lessons and experiences before I came here. So every single experience that we go through, there's a reason that you're going through it. And if you look at it from that perspective, you shift the responsibility onto yourself to figure out how you can make the best of it and how you can overcome these challenges and obstacles. And so knowing that not only individually how this is affecting us right now, how it's going to affect our economy and these many different things, the reason you were here in this physical plane of existence at this specific point in time is not by accident. So think about it in that regard, and it will allow you to flow through this much better, stay optimistic about it, stay objective, trying to figure out what the lessons are, how you can move forward, move forward with it more strategically. 
and keep your head up about everything yeah. that's going on. And just be okay with it. Like, okay, this is just one big staycation, if anything. That's what we all wanted anyway. You know, <laughs> like you got what you wanted. Yeah. A lot of people wanted to work from home and a lot of people wanted to staycation. Well, we got them. You got it in a major way. Yep. All right, guys. See you guys next week. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care.